following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to the most exciting, entertaining, and sometimes informative radio show on Earth. Again, I always say that, except the alien shows late at night, driving across Nevada in a broken-down car while it's storming, raining, and lightning. So, this is Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with Todd Cunin to my left, Denise Dirks to my right, and our producer, three-time Emmy Award nominee, but never a winner, Cal Hunter, behind the glass. Thank you for sitting there and pushing the buttons. And Chris in Texas, who sits behind the board there, I rarely thank Chris. Thank you for being there, Chris, and and making sure things run smoothly. Uh, yeah. It's a Chris that shows up every week. No, it's another Chris. Uh, no, no, this is Chris in Texas is a Chris that oh. shows up every week as opposed to another Chris whose effigy we have here in the studio, but whose presence we are very rarely graced with. Hey, this is those of you who are new to Radio Law Talk, uh, Chris Rodriguez is a har- is a lawyer that graduated from har- 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 Harvard, Harvard, Harvard. And, and he is uh, loves the people from MIT, and he sometimes graces our presence, but it's rare because he does have a real job where Denise and I and uh, Todd sometimes show up to our job. Or do we just work 24? I think that's what we I do. think I work 24-7. And, uh, Rodriguez is gone again. Yeah, he's, yes, he's gone again. He's gone. Hey, we, we are going to welcome a couple new affiliates. KACT, 1360 AM in Andrews, Odessa. Yeah. yeah, and Midland, Texas, and WSLA, 1560 AM in the New Orleans, Louisiana market. Thank yeah. you for joining us. Yeah, we're happy to have them. Let, let me tell you what happened this weekend. And I know that some of this is anecdotal, but I, I want to know about my radio host. I had to show up this week to a concert. Now, those of you who don't know me, we do have, our law firm has a nice uh, skybox at uh, the Golden One Center. Nice is uh, an understatement. Yes, it's very, very, very nice. And and I have to sometimes go, and Denise, you've been there, and Todd, you've been there, and Cal, you've been there too, right, Cal? That's right. I went to see the Warriors play the Kings. Oh, yeah, that's exactly. That's right. Oh, that that's was right. a good game. I went to see the By the Celtics way, did the, Warri- the Who Kings. won, the Warriors or Raptors? I didn't see it. Uh, the, the Raptors won game one, but oh, the Warriors okay. will try to come back tonight. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. And, and Warrior, Raptors have home field. Uh, home court. Home court. Yes, so yeah. they won wow. in Toronto, but yeah, they, yeah. They go, where they're expected to win. Right, and they go two, two, one, one, one. So yeah. yeah well, just cool. just an anecdotal side note too. Um, they uh, the Toronto Raptors allowed some of the old timers to stand up, and the original draft pick, Damon Stoudemire, stood up. Was their first draft pick, and Damon Stoudemire is a good friend of mine, by the way, and is the head coach of University of Pacific Basketball in the West Coast Conference, and we. My law firm in California sponsors University of Pacific Basketball, and I love University of Pacific Basketball. Isn't it like the Fred Penny floor or it, something the like floor, that? Yeah, it has, my, it has my name on the floor, and as I <laughs> sit there, I sit where Jack Nicholas sits, Nicholson sits. Uh, in the Lakers games. In the Lakers yeah, games. Yeah, right, right. So I tell them I am the Jack Nicholson of Stockton, California. The difference is... It's an I make more than fifty thousand a year, so that's why uh, I sit there barely. That is <laughs> I say that all the time anyway. And, but it's funny because the refs know generally who I am, and they'll walk over on my name and they'll step on it and laugh and just <laughs> step on it. Big fans I of lawyers. I want to do that. Big yeah. fans of lawyers are they? Yeah, yeah. Can you see it? Can you see a lawyer's name on a on a basketball court? I think it's great. I think it's great too. But anyway, so I had to show up. And I showed up to Denise. Do you know what what concert I showed up to? I think I know. Um, I do, but I don't know who it is. Okay, who is it, Todd? NKOTB. Right. New Kids on the Block. Oh, is that what it stood for? Old Kids on the Block. <laughs> I went to New Kids on the Block. Who's who, one of whose members' wife is my scorned love interest, Jenny McCarthy? Oh. Uh, oh, okay. Well. That's just a. a was a, he there? Well, yeah, he's he's in the band. band. Wahlberg is in the band. He's in New Kids on the Block. Okay, so here's the point I'm trying to make. Yes, please do tell. Cal is single. I'm Cal. Todd (laughs) is single. Wait, not that I know. (laughs) Newsflash. Well, Cal's single now. (laughs) Thank you, dear. Todd's single. Nice to know you. (laughs) Todd, ready? Yes. 
I'd say 250 women to one man See, was those, the odds. Those are uh, those are odds that I can work with. However, 250 to one, and each one of those guys is a member of the band. That's exactly right. I I showed up in the bathroom. There was two other guys in the bathroom as the lines were long outside the women's bathroom, and we all looked at each other. And I finally had to say something. I said it. I said, "Are we the only dudes in this whole arena?" And the guy, the two guys looked at me and said. Probably. <laughs> I said, and then we both looked at each other. We all looked at each other and said, this is pretty good, huh? They said, yeah, this is good. So, anyway. So, did they dance? Oh, they did a good job. They did a good job. It, yeah. New Kids on the Block. It was really good. I left at halftime, but uh, about halfway through, but that's about all I could handle. So, anyway, here at uh, Radio <laughs> Law Talk, we do stuff other than anecdotal stuff. Remember, we're talking about general topics of law, seek local counsel. Again, what are the times that you can use our name in Radio Law Talk? What's the only times, Denise? When they said we can. Yep. <laughs> Sit, sitting around sitting around the dinner table, sitting around the table at Thanksgiving, Christmas, or any other time you get the family together and somebody trots out the good old, well, they said, or they did a study, and they don't mm-hmm. say who they is, you can come back and say, well, I'll see your they, and I'll up you. I'll, I'll raise you with a quote from Radio Law Talk. That's and that, exactly right. That plus... The word please will probably get you an extra turkey leg on your plate. That's exactly right. right. So use us then. Call us at 855-LAW-RADIO or tweet us at Radio Law Talk. If you want to email us at any time, it's info at Radio Law Talk. You can email us and Cal or I. I personally respond to some of them, so you can go ahead and email me. But we are so excited about how this, this show is growing and it continues to grow. Uh, Cal, the most important thing we do is a thing called case or no case. And before we even get started, I want you to roll case or no case so the new affiliates will understand what it is. Now it's time to play case or no case. Yay! Remember, ladies and gentlemen, all of my research is not verified. It is simply the best I can come up with uh, within the limited time that I have. So I take you now to the great state of Massachusetts, ladies and gentlemen, where Bart the Honey Bear Williams was finally home for good after serving four years in the military. As luck would have it and patriotic circumstances, he arrived back in uh, Massachusetts on the 3rd of July. So the next day, there was a big party in town welcoming Honey Bear home. Bart's wife, Glinda, had everything all ready. The DJ, the food, the adult beverages, and then the appointed hour arrived. The DJ from Super Sound Music first decided to play the national anthem because, after all, it was to welcome Bart home. And as she did so, Bart grabbed Glinda and whirled her out onto the dance floor. I mean, he was really glad to be home. And several of Bart's friends in law enforcement were there and looked at him and said, you'd better stop dancing right now or you're going to be arrested or, at very best, a citation. Bart refused. Now, Bart had been trying to find out which bud was for him. In all fairness, all day, you know, he'd been kind of celebrating. But nonetheless, he refused. And then when he refused, the officer pounced, cuffed him until the song was over, and then gave him a citation. Even though the officer was off duty at the time, he felt strongly about enforcing the law. And so I ask you, Bart, by the way, unimpressed with the ticket, he decided to consult a lawyer, and I ask you, case or no case? So, let's go with uh, Denise. What say you? Excellent. What was the song they played? The Star-Spangled Banner. Okay. Um, It's a case. It is a case. They had a local ordinance that said you cannot, you have to, whenever the star-spangled banner, oh, we're going to run out of time. Should I try to finish? Try. Okay. We're going to, uh, well, they, they had an ordinance that said you cannot, you have to stand and you have to put your hand over your heart when the star-spangled banner is played in any public forum. So. I'll be right, we'll be right back and we're going to find out if Denise is right. Stay tuned. More Radio Law Talk is coming right up right here. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. I am Cameron Levitt 
Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. All right, guys, we need to have you read some lines for our disclaimer promo. But first, can anybody tell me what a disclaimer is? All right, then. Well, uh, Denise, you go ahead. Non uti consilius me oriere por questus purpurium juris consult. Latin, that's a nice touch. Thank you, Denise. Next time we'll try it in English if that's okay. Fred, how about you? Cal, I don't want to read all this. Can't we just tell the people that we're discussing general legal issues and they should hire their own attorney instead of relying on what we have to say here? Well, we could, I guess. Uh, uh, Chris? I'm not going to be there anyway. Why have me do it? Let's, Let's have, have Todd, Todd do it. it. Me? Read disclaimers? Why, I couldn't. <coughs> the information you hear on Radio Law Talk is general... The preceding promo was for entertainment purposes only. And if you want true legal advice, contact your own lawyer. Just a tip from your friends at Radio Law Talk. Be sure to read our disclaimers on radiolawtalk.com as well. Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. We're back to the dancing war hero that had a couple of one or two drinks in Massachusetts. Uh, His sweetheart he was dancing with during the national anthem. The police that were off duty were there, were uh, having issues with him, and they arrested him. Uh, cuffed him and didn't arrest him, but cuffed him and gave him a citation for something. And Denise was opining that, hmm, it is a case and maybe... Well, I didn't it, say yet. Oh, I thought you said it is a case. I said yeah. so. She said so. And, then, oh. and I didn't get a finish because okay, we went finish. to break. So this is what I believe. I believe that it is a case 
and that it ended up going all the way up to the Supreme Court of the state and that the citation was overturned because you cannot have an ordinance that says that you have to stand up and put your hand over your heart and not do anything else during the Star-Spangled Banner. That is an un, uh, unconstitutional um, uh, what, what I'm restriction on f- the right of freedom of assembly and the of freedom of speech. Yeah, wow. good. That was very intelligent. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Just a minute. i got to put my hand over my heart. Okay. <laughs> this is interesting because normally after such, normally after such uh, descriptions, Denise will then say, no case. And no case. <laughs> right. But we're not there. That was a great deal of profundity, Denise. Well done. Well, thank you. Very nice. Mr. Penny, what say you, case or no case? How, how do I... How do I go after that? That's <laughs> like that's like playing a game after Michael Jordan in his prime right? time. You just don't on, do on, it. On the penny basketball floor. That's exactly right. <laughs> Denise, that was very thoughtful, intelligent, laid out nicely. Um, and, and so I'm going to have to go with Denise. I agree 100% with what Denise said. <laughs> yeah. It was a case. I don't know if it went to the Supreme Court. I'm not going to say that. But it was a case, and he was given a citation for not standing while the national anthem, or it was the Star Spangled Banner, was it? Yeah, or, same difference. Same difference, okay. Um, and uh, Denise was right, so I'm sticking with Denise. Mr. Cunin, okay, will so, you do the strategy of going uh, against the flow of the conventional wisdom? Yeah, or? come on, so, so we're already in it. We're already in a, a new round, this right? This is everybody's zero zero okay. after last week. And, and let me yeah. let me see if I understand what they're saying. So they're saying it's a case, and he was given a citation, and the citation was justified so the actions of the officer giving him the citation was okay is that what you're saying no no we're no saying we're no. saying the opposite we're opposite. Saying the opposite okay well we're saying the ordinance falls the ordinance falls i am going to say assuming there's an ordinance we're okay. just assuming there was i am going to i'm going to do what we see oftentimes which concur but for different reasons and i'm going to say this is a case it's going to be a ginsburg huh it, yes yes <laughs> or, or no uh, probably thomas. more of a clarence thomas or a scalia <laughs> but you know whatever uh, so i'm going to say this is a case and and there was a fact that you pointed out there where you said that they pounced upon him and they cuffed him, and then after the national anthem and everything was over, they released him and issued him a citation. So I'm going to say that there is an ordinance, but the ordinance is an infraction. And because infractions do not normally result or ever result in jail time, the actions of the officer in pouncing on him with the use of force and cuffing him to enforce an infraction were over the top. And because of that, uh, Buttermilk or whatever his name was, Honey Bear, prevails because the officer was overly zealous in the manner he went about enforcing the code. So it sounds to me like we all got to the same home with a different road. Yes, Sort of like uh, an existentialist feels about religion. Different paths to the same mountain. That, that's, top, that's, right? that's what the Japanese say. <laughs> exactly. There are many paths <laughs> yeah. to the top of Mount Fuji. Oh, there you go. That, that's so, a, okay, and that's wonderful. Nice. All right. I so, take the easy path. Usually. Each of you, those of you, <laughs> which you is, did, which is a tram. <laughs> yeah, you guys climb whatever. Yeah. Climb. You get your ropes. I'm going up on the. Is tram. there a chauffeur in the four wheeler? Good, because I'm taking the tram. Right. <laughs> what, what did I hear? I heard the other day somebody said people take the escalator syndrome when they think about going to heaven. They just stand there, have a smile on their face, but you ever notice that the people going down the escalator have the same smile? <laughs> no, whatever. <laughs> Look at me. Okay, so those of you who say it was a case, may I see that's all three of you. Oh, brother. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> what? <laughs> he snookered us. Oh, well, my gosh. It's, it's a fake scenario based on an actual law in the state of Massachusetts that says it is illegal to dance to the national anthem. However, Denise's analysis was so good because there's a, a law that trumped it the only time it was ever enforced. There was a, a, a case made in the court, the state uh, court where the case was, was tried, um, where they said, you know, Your Honor, we have this thing called the First Amendment. And the judge said, case dismissed. Yes. So, Denise, you get one point. I do. Well, I, Fred, follow, I agree Fred, with you her. you get one point. Yes. <laughs> Todd, dang it, you're behind already, but only by one point. Think of that. Well, hold, hold on. So I'm looking, I'm looking up the law. Yeah. And I have found it. Yes. And it says that um, this shall be punished. 
by a fine of not more than $100, which means it is an infraction, and you cannot pounce and use undue force to enforce an so infraction. Your theory was right. So my theory was correct. Right, right. So I think I should get a point. But that, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> is... <laughs> Those of you who that are is the case of the tell of honey bear. That's right. Yes. <laughs> the dancing <Tell>. honey bear. <laughs> Those of you who are new uh, to our wonderful show, you now know what happens. That is case or no case. Everyone loves to play along. You can call in next time at 855-LAW-RADIO or tweet us at Radio Law Talk. You do not have to be on the air. Cal will take your call, and you can just tell him what you think, and we can uh, put your uh, response on the air. We do have responses, sometimes via text, email, whatever. And but, apparently we've entered a new phase of case versus case or no case called the Cal gets to make up the rules as he goes along. And we like okay. it. <laughs> oh, you know why he gets to do that? Because it's his case. No, because there's no reward. Oh, we've not yet determined what we are what? playing. You know, my answer would have been completely different if I didn't know what we were playing for. <laughs> we're going to come back and talk about Trump lawsuits. Uh, they are breaking records, the amount of lawsuits against Trump. We're going to talk about his bank records issue or whether or not they're going to be able to subpoena, that is, the uh, Judiciary Committee is going to be able to get those records. We're going to talk about Clarence Thomas and Ruth Bader Ginsburg are definitely pounding on each other. This is exciting and it's going to be fun to talk about. I know it's a serious thing, but you know what? We're going to discuss it when we come back. We'll be right back with Radio Law Talk. Stay with us. Thank you for turning on Radio Law Talk. And remember, you can find all past episodes on radiolawtalk.com via podcast. Just download them or listen to them there. Thank you for turning us on. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376, That's 800-918-1376. If you're one of those independent people who want your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. 
that dirty car. Uh -huh. Quick quack car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Many women have so many clothes in the closet, but then we go to get dressed and find we have nothing to wear. Ah! We've all been there. We all want to be comfortable and fashionable at the same time, and it's difficult to find clothing that makes that task effortless. But at Letty & Company, you can find trendy, comfortable clothing that is affordable, things you'll want to wear every day. Shop with a purpose, online, with free shipping. Just go to lettyandcompany.com. LettyandCompany.com. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhbp.org. Everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association. Today we decided to walk to school. At the corner, we waited to cross the street. The stoplight counted down. 15, 14, 31, I mean 13. We, we took, took a left, left on Carroll Garden Street. Garden Street? Loud music was coming from a car. Danny's a smart kid, but he gets so distracted. There were so many other sounds. I didn't know what to focus on. Danny, earth to Danny. Suddenly, he realized he forgot his homework again. I left my homework on the table. At the, the school, school steps, steps, we held goodbye. goodbye. I really hope he doesn't have another bad day at school today. When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org, a free online resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. Get personalized recommendations, practical tips, daily access to experts, and more. Go from misunderstanding to understood.org. Brought to you by Understood and the Ad Council. Radio Law Talk. Now back to the show. Now we get into the meat of things. If you want to call us at 855-LAW-RADIO and discuss things with us, that'd be great. Uh, remember, we're talking about general topics of law. Seek local counsel. L look, lawsuits always occur when a new president comes in, and even when an existing president. But what's interesting that we're going to talk about here is the amount of lawsuits that have come forth since Trump has come along. And this has... No, we're not talking politics, left, right, middle. This is just statistical facts. And the statistical facts are, you know, what happens is states will sue the federal government at times for things. Let me tell you, there's one state that does not get along with the Trump administration. I know it's a shocker. Everybody get, get ready. But the state of California, and more than anyone, Gavin Newsom, who is... Uh, politically, I don't care what the situation is. It is a fact. That guy is so far left, I'm not quite sure there's even anywhere anyone else over there. But he and the government and the attorney generals have brought a number of lawsuits. And because Trump is kind of hitting the, the snake, you know what I mean? It's like just whacking it to, to, to get make it mad. But, oh, by the way, you're not – last week we talked <laughs> about you're not going to – uh, get any more funding for the train. And they're like, what? We've got this funding? So there's things that Trump is doing to California that is making them upset. Let's say the state of California upset. So, but the amount And vice of, versa. Yes, that's exactly right. And it's vice both, versa. It's both ways. They're, they're, they're taunting each other. They are. And, and it's interesting for us lawyers to watch this, but statistically, Obama, what happens? So the attorney generals will bring these lawsuits. People who uh, you understand, it's it's an attorney general's office for the state of California that actually does the suing. And while Obama, during his eight-year term, had approximately, I might be off one or two, 45 lawsuits during his eight-year reign of attorney generals that sued him over different things. The biggest one was what? The Obamacare thing. He had a number of lawsuits against that. Well, Trump so far, this is just attorney generals, not not in general, which you laid out to me, yeah. um, uh, 35 lawsuits in his, what, a little over two years now? And these are multi-state because that right. means that attorney generals from different states are joining into these lawsuits mm -hmm. against Trump. And this phenomenon is relatively recent because it started in Obama and really got ratched up in Obama. And then um, it's now like in, hitting its stride in, in, in 
than Trump's administration. And I think in all fairness, we have to point out that these are states that are blue states like California. For the most part. The very rare exceptions that have decided, look, we want to be sanctuary states. Trump says, no, I'm not going to give you money. Well, let's all band together and sue him. Uh, We want to do this. Well, no, you're not going to do this. Well, let's all band together and sue him. So it's interesting to see the politicization politization, yes, of attorney generals who have gotten together and turned themselves into little political offices. It's fascinating to watch. It's yeah, Reagan theater. administration. Uh, it's, it, you know, yeah. it's on the federal level is the same, in my opinion. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying it's great theater. Yes. There's a not. There's an yes. adversary yes. and a protagonist and an antagonist. And it's really fun to watch. So Reagan, uh, during his eight-year period, 39 state lawsuits in eight years. So he's right there in the... Uh, you know, Obama's 45, 39. That seems like that's kind of like the the the, uh, the the target spot because you go in and look at Bush. Um, it said Bush Sr. Don't forget he was only in for four years. He had eight lawsuits. And again, I might be off one or two, but we're right around that, that point. Clinton had 18 in eight years, which shows what you said, Denise. Is it starting to? It's starting to grow. And it's because, in my opinion... It's because that more recently the uh, presidents are using their executive power, and I think that they're starting to, you know, flex that muscle, and so the states are trying to, you know, contain it and, you know, that type of stuff. Well, I want to I take a quick jaunt back in history to the founding of the country, and and what one of the concerns were, a major concern was on the part of the founding fathers, and that is, while they understood that we needed a federal government for certain things that were combined interests or unified interests on the part at the time of all 13 colonies that would become states, the big concern there was state sovereignty. All right. And so you had the states that all said, look, we want to be part of this federal government. But quite frankly, up in Maine, we don't want somebody making policy about us who lives in South Carolina because your interests are all different than ours. And so the big thing here was about state sovereignty. It's why we have, I believe, the Tenth Amendment to the Constitution, which says anything not specifically reserved to the federal government is left to the states to regulate. That's why that's why um, so states can do traffic laws and various things, because the Constitution doesn't cover that kind of stuff. And I see these lawsuits as really hitting the state saying, okay, the issue of sovereignty is now coming back up, and you're making laws that infringe upon our state sovereignty. Now, I'm not saying I agree with the lawsuits. I'm not saying I agree with California or any of the blue states' lawsuits. But if you justify, to justify the lawsuits, I see it being justified under a state sovereignty issue trying to keep that to keep everybody from becoming a national federal government as some interestingly enough after the election as some have proposed we ought to just abolish the states and have it be a federal thing no state sovereignty needs to stay it also impacts the 14th amendment because the 14th amendment makes the laws apply to the states so certain restrictions on government now apply to the states as well so it has that interplay between the 10th and the 14th amendment yeah so let i'm going to continue on that those are that's exactly right that's this is where we need to discuss but more back to the statistics so you are uh, you are you that you nailed it uh, perfectly, Denise, when you said it's increasing. Because Bush Jr., eight years in office, 44 lawsuits. So Obama, 45. I mean, that's one off. But again, the interesting thing is, and you're right, it's it's really Obama and, Bo- and, and, and Trump that have really used the executive powers and privileges to go ahead and step maybe a little beyond what they can or can't do or trying and so it's, what it's like stepping on on the floor with your name on it yeah but it's stepping on the legislature right and so <laughs> and so they're pushing that a little bit and the and these numbers are show that it's growing now the the quick thing is is so far just in general though this is an important statistic and this is according to there's an individual from marquette university uh, paul nolette a political science professor that, that tracks this stuff and paul uh said the following he said there's been 71 multi-state lawsuits against trump so far against and that's including not just the not just the attorney generals but other type lawsuits 71 in a two-year period 
I just wanted to say there are many people who say, well, look at all of these lawsuits and this bickering between the the federal, the Congress and the president and the courts. Uh, we're dysfunctional. I would beg to differ. It's proof that the system is working. It, They're balancing each other. They're going after each other the way they should, each making sure they don't cede power to the other. It's wonderful to well, see, it, it, I think. Yes, I, I totally agree with you there. Y- yes and no, and I'm going to talk, yes and no, that, that there is a point where it gets to be so litigious that things stall. And I agree with you, Cal, that is correct. But where is the breaking point Good question. where it yeah. comes to a halt? The right. government is too busy fighting each other to do anything. Uh, I, w- I would say I was two things on that. I remember when I was growing up, my dad used to use this phrase all the time. What's good for the goose is good for the gander, yeah. you know. And, and I look at this and I say, well, I, I wish people would learn from this. Uh, if Obama was going to use executive power, he should have understood and people should recognize that if you set that uh, presidential precedent of using executive power more than folks had in the past, then the next president who comes along that might not be of your pers- your your political party or or have your ideology will use the same thing. The same thing is true with what the uh, with what the Senate did when um, doing the nuclear option under Harry Reid to make it just a simple majority to avoid the filibuster. Well, if you're going to do that, then when the Republicans are in power, they're going to do the same thing. So, you know, what happens is going to happen. Here's the interesting thing. Oh, let's impeach Trump. We're getting, again, we're lawyers. Pelosi, as left as she is, and people don't like her, a lot of people don't, I think she's, wait a minute, this could, wait a minute, you really want to impeach him when... Okay, don't forget, we may be in power later. Does that mean the Republicans? I think I think there are a lot of them are saying, I, I think Pelosi's thinking that. What you what you just well, said. Well, I think they are. One of the interesting things about the lawsuits against Trump, um, that about half of them do not involve his presidency. About half of these lawsuits involve he, him, his personal conduct, and or business, personal business. Prior or post or during both. Interesting. Both. So what does that tell you about if you're a business person, and, and again, get, try not to get political, a, a, a non-politician rolling in, a businessman saying, I'm going to shake everything up. I don't care if you're left or right. He is shaking everything up, guys and gals. It is shaking it up. And positive or negative, that's what he said he's going to do. He's doing it. And Absolutely. I tell you, even within his own party, people are, are mad at him. Like Romney does not like the guy. I mean, clearly. Well, there's a lot of people that don't like him. But let's just say this is the time to find out about how far that executive power is going to go. That's right. As that's lawyers, that's about. interesting to us. That's fun. Okay, when we come back, we're going to follow up a little bit more about Trump and the records, uh, whether or not they're going to be able to get his records in the subpoenas from the Judiciary Committee. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more, call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. 800-617-9312. That's 800-617-9312. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. 
Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. I'm going to Quick quack car wash, get my car washed, make it quick quack, pretty shiny, sexy, just because I want to don't drive dirty, going to get my car suds in the quick quack car wash. It's the quick quack, quickest and the cleanest by far, we're talking three skinny minutes sitting right in your car, wash a hundred feet of cloth, washing your car at the quick quack car wash. Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, quick whack them, spruce her up, just like that. You'll be happy looking snappy, you'll be glad you was asked a quick whack. Car wash it on the web and go to don'tdrivedirty.com and see where you got your closest quick whack in the local area. Get in your car, get in your truck. Get on the road, come visit the dock. Quick Quack Car Wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Car Wash. Life is full of bittersweet transitions. It's difficult to know how these changes will impact us over time. For some people, Difficult transitions like retirement, divorce, or loss of a loved one can hit harder than expected and may contribute to feelings of hopelessness or even thoughts of suicide. The risk of suicide is even higher for men over 50 who served our country. Guys like me. That's why support from friends and family makes such a big difference. Every day, your actions could help save a life. Together, we got this. Learn how you can help save a life at VeteransCrisisLine.net. Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. We're staying on the same road, uh, the Trump uh, road right now, and the reason is there's a lot of lawsuits to talk about. Uh, a Manhattan federal judge who rejected the request by President Trump um, in order to stop the his private records being subpoenaed by the Judiciary Committee, uh, which they're arguing, the Judiciary Committee argues, well, we're, we're investigating this collusion with Russia, therefore we need to look to see if there's any loans or anything fishy going on here in Trump's personal records to determine whether or not there's any collusion. That's their argument. But the judge, and so the judge did say, yes, banks, there's two banks, uh, go ahead and turn over the uh, the information, uh, the subpoenas are valid. And uh, Trump's team came in and said, look, okay, we don't agree with you. Give us time to appeal. And, and the judge did grant um, the basically a stay until the appeal is heard. Uh, again, those of you, everybody, most people know that it's just going to go to the appellate court. It's going to go to the Supreme Court after that. Right. And in this, there's also another counter case. Or not a counter, but a side-by-side case. So the records that the Judiciary Committee are seeking or in another committee are seeking um, are the accountant's records, so Trump's accountant's records, as well as the bank records. And they seem to be on very similar tracks, although they're in different states, which is kind of interesting. And what happens in both cases is the lower court says, the subpoenas are valid. Uh, that is well within the legislature's uh, power of investigation, specifically Congress, and that the um, the people that have been subpoenaed have to respond to the subpoena. So then the parties on both sides, Trump and the Congress, have agreed and stipulated to expedite these proceedings. So they've all agreed, and the judge has already signed off to stay the, the impact of it, to then appeal it, and then the appellate court has now agreed to uh, expedite that appeal. Right. Sometimes there's two – in the appellate court, they have the full 
appellate court that'll sit and hear it, and sometimes it's just a small portion or like three or two, three or four of them. Usually it's three, and, and they'll do a partial review. So I don't know if they're going to do the full appellate court's going to review or it'll just be a partial review, but that's coming up, and we're going to be following this throughout uh, the next few weeks. Absolutely. So we'll see what happens. Now, what's nice about being the host, um, and, and these are my co-hosts, but, but still, um, and pretty much they will overrule me sometimes, but I, I, I want to talk about the woman who sues Disneyland, Disney World, after a bird dive bombs her, dive bombs her, dive bombs her (laughs) at the resort. Now, this is the, the, the dreaded evil bird syndrome case. And because the bird apparently was attacking, but apparently it had a nest nearby and this lady has sued. Now, this is what's interesting to me. Okay, those of you who don't Who'd know... Who'd she sue? I, she sued Disney World. Oh, my gosh. And God. Maybe God. She's Not the bird. God. She didn't sue the bird. Yeah, the bird has no assets. That's the problem. So, uh, <laughs> Todd does criminal law. Denise does um, um, family law. And I'm the personal injury lawyer in, the, in this group here. So, this is the most interesting thing that just... What? Fifth, this is what he's asking for, for this lady. Her name is Lisa Dixon. They're asking unspecified damages in excess of $15,000. Now, it says in excess of 15000 Now, it could be any amounts. But from this bird dive bombing her, and again, I guess it could happen. I, I, I've got to be careful because I have, you know, traumatic brain injury and a herniated disc. That's serious stuff. That is a serious injury. And I'm, I'm going to argue for her. Okay, now, argue. that's what I want to know. I yeah, want to know how. I want, I want to argue for her because, Good. now, this is in Florida, so I do not practice in Florida. Right. This is in Orange County Circuit Court in Florida. So things might be a little bit differently said, but the concept is the same. They, if this was in the Polynesian Shores part of the um, uh, Polynesian Village part of Disney World. And right. in that whole complex, it's all managed, maintained, and everything by Disney World. All the animals that get there are there by virtue of Disney World allowing that. Um, all of the the things that are the the pe- things that draw people to it are part and parcel because Disney World controls everything. So she is at this place. They know that mean they meaning Disney World knows that these birds are there. They know that these birds have die-bombed other people before. They're nesting right there. They're nesting. They're protecting their nest. They're doing all of that stuff. So because they didn't stop the bird or put some kind of protective notice to her uh, to warn her that that could happen, um, they're liable. Now I'm going to put my defense lawyer hat on. Okay. Yes. Because by the way, our for we we're all, a lot of us are former my my attorneys are former defense lawyers. Now, if you look at the pictures of where this is, these are these little cool huts or their bungalows sitting out on the water on these piers. This is on the water in Disney World. My argument is, how the heck can they control these birds? Now, yes, can they take the nest and move it or throw it away? Then you're going to get sued by the environmentalists saying you're harming these birds when you can't do that. So it's almost like uh, darned if you do, darned if you don't, Disney World. You know, what are they going to do? They, they do something to the birds and their nests. They're going to get sued. They allow them to dive bomb people. They're going to get sued. I say you put a sign. It's a warning sign That's issue. That's all you need. You mm-hmm. put the big warning sign. Be prepared to be dive bombed and pooped on. There are wild <laughs> animals here. Look out for them. That yes. would be fine. Yeah, remember the like crocodile that, that dragged the the, the kid. kid into yeah. the water at Disney World? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, okay, so my, my thought on this is I'll give you an example. I, I, I like the San Francisco Giants. And, and one thing that you notice at the end of every Giants game is the seagulls start coming in. Right. right? And, and it's like they know when the game is going is to be over. Even if it's an extra inning game, the seagulls show up going, dude, you guys are supposed to be done about a half hour ago. Okay. <laughs> yeah. and, they, and it gets to be an issue. Yeah. If the Giants could do something about wildlife, the birds, they would. They would keep them out. But you know what? They're wild animals. You can't do anything about it. The lawsuit does not specify the type of bird other than to say it was a seasonal nesting bird. And if 
if Disney did not bring that bird in, like a species from that's not indigenous to Disney World, as in Florida, it's not indigenous there. It comes from a Polynesian island or something. Like that. They brought it in there specifically to have it there. I get the liability, but if it's just a bird that's using the facility. And, and, and it's the same bird that you could find five miles away in, in Billy Bob's garage. I, I don't see how Disney has the ability to regulate it, to, to do anything with it, other than what Fred said, putting up a warning sign. Yeah. I think that's what's really interesting is there are federally protected bird habitats and nationwide we have those in a lot of different states and disney can argue that we look this is a private place we cannot you know control these natural things that are occurring on this private property so we don't have any duty to lisa um dixon so so the lawsuit did say that they that disney failed to properly warn That's so i would issue. be interested to know what if any warning signs were there look if disney knew that a bird was there and they can show that there were previous complaints that this bird was very protective of its nest and it dive bombed others and they knew about that they had received complaints and they didn't put up any warning signs to at least allow somebody in her position to say you know what I don't want to take the risk of even going to the dock because they told us what happened then I think Disney has something but it based on the warnings. Those of you who live in California or around the desert areas like of Arizona, New Mexico, you will notice on golf courses. Tell me, Todd. I maybe I'm gonna quiz you or Cal or Denise. I know you're not a golfer. What signs have you seen on those golf courses? I see the rattlesnake signs. The rattlesnake signs. Right. There are signs that say be be dangerous, be prepared, or uh, be aware. Be aware of dangerous rattlesnakes because you hit your ball out into the little rough area, or you out by the by the grinding outcroppings. You're going and looking for your ball, and bam, you get hit. You know what? You can buy Disney World warning signs on the internet. There's one for Space Mountain that's on sale for ninety dollars. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Somebody yes. steals them, or are they genuine? Uh, I think they're created. Uh, created yeah, they're created, and the warning sign for Splash Mountain is really interesting because it talks about high blood pressure and all the stuff you could suffer from and you shouldn't go on the ride should you suffer from these different Yeah, so maybe it just was a picture of a bird dive bombing someone that in multiple languages say warning, dive bombing pooping and hitting you Hold on to your hot dog bun. Hold the on to your bun and everything else. I don't know. I, no, I'm not taking the case. I'm a little busy, so I, but I'm not doing the dive bombing. So anyway, interesting. Brain damage and surgery on the neck from a dive bombing uh, bird. I, there may be something there that I don't know, but that's interesting. We're gonna be back. We're gonna we're gonna talk about a lot more things, including uh, Ginsburg and Thomas. We'll be back second hour. This is Radio Law Talk. Thanks for listening. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. (laughs) 